When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right. Happy Monday. Here we are. We're back. Hi, 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 hi. 9th of October already and feeling like it. It's uh, 44 degrees out right now. It's going to be 55 degrees. Got a 20% chance of rain today. Mm. Just the sound of the wind. It just it just sounded cold. Yeah. I didn't even look outside yet. Oh. And it sounded cold because I'm working from home today. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I haven't. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh my God, I just, it's just, it's different. It's different getting out of bed. It's like, ugh. Leaves. Right? Or is it, it just yeah, me? Yeah, leaves are falling. I have a nut tree in my front yard, which is really, man, showing its nuts big time. <laughs> All over the place. You would have a nut tree. You know, it's a it's a hickory. It's beautiful. It's old, but it's like, geez. So um, yeah, it's 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 all coming down, and uh, you know, I didn't. The weekend wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be dark and rainy and dreary all weekend, and really yeah. wasn't. I mean, we had decent sun yesterday. It was cold though, and we had one spat of rain that came through. Right after the Bills game, when Ellie and I went to Country Max to get some propane. <laughs> it was awesome. We got yeah. blasted in the parking lot. We're like, ah, oh, underdressed. I felt like I was being judged. Oh, you're a father. She's good. She's got a light hoodie on, huh? Hmm. Winter coat day. Hmm. So, anyway. Anyway, hi. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we got up and watched that Bills game yesterday morning. It was weird. I just always think those those games in London are weird. They don't feel like they're. I mean, just the no. They, it's it's totally just a money grab, right? Does any football fan really get excited about it? Well, Does anybody want that? Well, it's, it's just weird. another layer of you know, well, the jet yeah. lag and whatever. And yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't a fair matchup and... because you know the other team had been there. They they played there last week. They played two weeks. How, how about that for being put in timeout? <laughs> having to play in London for two weeks in a row. <laughs> no, it's awesome. That's how... Okay, so this is what I asked my husband. Now, my husband is Mike Danger, all about sports on yes. 95.7 The Fan. Okay, yes, so I'm looking through. Now, I don't really know much about football. It's very hard for me to even talk about this. But I was going through social media yesterday, getting everyone's response and reaction to the mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. because the Bills lost. And I'm like, oh my... It really, on... It doesn't look fair, right? Like they, it. When I used to go to Europe, because my family's all in Italy, mm-hmm. it would take me a good week to feel like okay. Now I feel like I, oh. I'm, I'm caught up. My yeah. body is caught up with the food, mm-hmm. the the time difference, like everything. So it doesn't feel like it's fair. But when I asked my husband about it, he goes, "That's an excuse." 
It's an really? excuse. They could have left early. It's an excuse. Yeah, just they didn't perform. They didn't show up like that. And he's so like, don't give me that BS excuse. Well, he's not. But I see a lot of people pointing the finger at that. I'm just how much earlier could they have gotten there? They couldn't have gotten there two weeks early. I mean, they played the game last Sunday, you know? I don't know. I don't know. But you know these players, they get like all the vitamins and whatever they need to, right? They get their own food. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's an excuse or not. I don't know. Do you think it's an excuse? 818-289. Well, do you think it wasn't fair? No, I mean, no one said it was. No one on the team's like, uh Jet lag, you know, but um, Josh Allen, his quote was... He well, they can't. That He said he didn't take care of the little things. Okay. Vague. It works. <laughs> Got to go all the way to England to spend his... That, I mean, it was like Bill's fan showed up. Oh, you man. You see it. Oh, man. Right? Insane. To go all the way to England... Gah. You know, For a loss, does it? Yeah, but you know, you got a fifty percent chance of winning or losing. You know, it's going okay, to be one. So or the you're other. okay with it? Yeah, you'd have to be. You Fans to are be. okay with it. They're, yeah, and okay, again, it's again, experience. It's the experience. Okay. You're going there, and man, a lot of the, I mean, some of the big stores there were decked out in Bills stuff. I mean, it was definitely a Bills crowd, a Buffalo Bills crowd there yesterday. Which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, to see, you know, some of these giant, famous old department stores in London, you know, outside of the building having Buffalo Bills stuff. Like, come on, we got Bills stuff here. You know. I mean, it's NFL is a yeah. uh, is is a business, even though it's a non-for-profit. And they're trying to grow their audience. They've grown up by over 100 million people. <laughs> there you go. Oh All right, it's coming up on 6 o'clock here insane. on The Buzz. This is an insane weekend with this horrible uh, war beginning in Israel. With the uh, terrorist group Hamas oh, yes. invading and hostages and oh, just, you know, abducting people and killing. Oh, it's just horrible. And it's, it's not over by any means. And anyone who has connections here from Rochester with Israel, I know Temple Brith Kodesh is going to host an evening visual uh, tonight uh, for Israel. There's people from Rochester there trying to get back. Just bad news bears all around. So we're thinking of you. So mostly cloudy, light rain possible, yeah, and 55 degrees for the high. Okay, so coming up on the show today, and happy day off from school as well today, oh, yeah, Indigenous Columbus, People's Day. Columbus Indigenous, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which celebrity still calls his mother mommy, even in his 30s? We'll talk about that. Mm. And uh, first, I want to thank Aaron for agreeing to even come on the air with us with James. It's not easy to openly talk about a bad habit that you have. But Aaron is desperate to find something, something, some way to help her quit her vice. Mm-hmm. And she's tried everything. So she's going to be on the air with us at 7 o'clock to talk with um, our uh, motivational speaker, Win the Day podcast host, James Whitaker. Yeah, to help all her that quit. coming up here in just a few minutes here on the 98, 9 to buzz. You ready for Halloween or one <laughs> one step back from Halloween, oh I understand. Oh my gosh, what I saw in the garbage. I was like, my heart sank. <laughs> it's it almost painful. like it was almost like seeing dollar bills in the garbage, right? Oh my god. <laughs> yes, right. Right next to the soiled paper towels. It was <laughs> Heartbreaking. All right, coming Heartbreak up. break is coming up in a few minutes. Yeah, we'll get it at 6.05 here on 99 to Buzz. Okay, Spaziano, Sandy, Marn, and happy Monday. You know, it's it's probably good that you didn't take right. the... 
that you didn't take the advice of full size candy bar Phil for Halloween candy because oh it would have been, been a bit of a worse loss. <laughs> Don't get him started. He'll be calling into the show telling me, <laughs> nagging me. Okay, so what I found in the garbage, it was like, um, it really is, kids have no appreciation for the value of money, right? It made oh, my no. stomach hurt Yeah, seeing it helplessly lying there next to the coffee grounds, the soiled paper towels. <laughs> my freaky kid threw out pretty much a full bag of Halloween candy in the garbage all my favorites, the Kit Kats, the Snickers. Gone. The Reese's. Gone. Oh, the humanity. Hi. Why? I was like, Why? wait, I, right? I opened the kitchen garbage. I'm like, oh, who threw this bag out? My daughter, so calmly, 19-year-old, the 19-year-old one. It was expired. <laughs> I mean, no, candy doesn't expire. No, it isn't. Yes, it it's does. not expired. Why do we throw that out? She goes, that was from last year. Yeah, I, I don't care. It's what, fine. What do you mean you I don't care? I would have care? tasted one before I handed it. I would have tasted it first and then passed it out. You can't throw a full bag. That's like 30 bucks right there. It was like the biggest, biggest bag oh, you could ever find. So you taste... Like the 300 some odd pieces. So you taste one and it's a... It's actually... To connect, make sure it's okay. And actually connected to all of the other pieces of candy that are... If it was a meatloaf, yeah. and you tried the piece of the meatloaf and it's not bad, then the rest of the meatloaf is fine. But you've got pieces of candy that were manufactured within weeks of each other, all in this one bag. Candy doesn't go bad. It doesn't candy go bad. They put an expiration date because they have to put an expiration. And no, it doesn't. <laughs> are you freaking bad. Are you saying to me that it's all a lie? <laughs> expiration dates. Well, it's all a lie. What do you it's mean? just a money grab? Yes. <laughs> well, not a money grab, but they have to, right? Like, everybody knows that. The expiration date, what, what is the rule of thumb? Oh, it could mm. last a couple weeks after, a couple days, a couple weeks, depending. This is from a year ago. Past the expiration date. You, wait a minute. Now, you, I totally thought I was going to talk about this and you would be on my side because you were the person that will eat anything. You don't even look at the expiration date. You'll no, I do. I do. I do. I don't know. I just, you know, there, in this world, this world of growing, like, like viral, bacterial, like non, can't fight it with antibiotics crap that's in our world. I'm not going to risk it any. Ah, no. Botulism or some weird disease from eating a expired Kit Kat bar. You can't stop it. You can't get botulism from Kit Kat or whatever. I mean, it, bacteria starts to grow after a certain time as things start to uh, die, right? Like the, the the physical stuff in it starts to deteriorate and it breaks down, and bacteria starts to eat it. You want to be eating that? You want to be feeding kids that? You know how how many chemicals are in this candy and processed chemicals? Whatever, it's fine. It's oh, fine. you want to be fitting It'll, kids those chemicals? Not, it, <laughs> well, we are. Come on, that's what Halloween is all about. Uh, it's so, <laughs> what do you say? Unbelievable! It was like my heart sank. Come on, the. <laughs> I would have intermixed it with the fresh candy. It's not like that's all I'm giving people, but it was oh, like, you know, it's like, and then next a year, good, you, the full next bag. Oh my god, I was just. Then next year, you don't know what's double uh, expired 
when you pull out that bag, if you got fresh candy and mixed old candy in there, it's so gross. <laughs> you don't think the stores do it? You go show up to a store on Halloween and there's all this candy left over, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think they do after? They take it in the back. They somehow uh, take off that expiration date and put a new one for next year. Wow. I got a lot of weak arguments here this morning. 818-2899. Expired Halloween candy? Are you going to use it? Are you going to use it? Did, did you pull it out of the garbage? There's a lot of people. No, I didn't pull it out of the garbage. Now that, I think, even though they were individually wrapped, so I sat there and I thought about it for a second. <laughs> I'm like, really? They're individually wrapped. It was still in the big bag itself. So all the little pieces I could have saved. But... <laughs> And I know there are some people right now contemplating it because you're buying your Halloween candy and you're thinking, okay, I do have some leftover that I found in the pantry. First of all, shame on you for having any leftover, right? It should have been eaten anyway, right? Oh, you know what? Oh, I've, that's got, true. I've got a Ziploc down in the basement on my storage shelf of, of candy okay. from last year. And I, I don't know if I'm going to use I can't. I don't know if I can pull myself to, be, to use it. See? Right no. there. You just contemplated it. You thought you're thinking about it. It, it feels like a waste. No. Anyhow. Have you ever done it? Have you ever done it? No, but my mom used to, and it used to annoy the living crap out of me. <laughs> she used to give out these the old like the the gumdrop popsicle things. Uh-huh. That these things were so old you could throw them through a window and shatter. Yeah, they were rock hard. <laughs> yes. Oh, like, wait, the little suckers? Oh, nobody likes those. Yes. Nobody likes the yes. dum dums so, you're talking they, about? Dumb, yes. Yeah. Yes, those stupid things. <laughs> um, so Sandy, I am putting you and my mother in the judgment zone. <laughs> oh, stop. To hand out expired candy uh-huh. on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the majority is going to win. Uh, I think you're right. Look <laughs> in your you pantry. The- if somebody today is looking in their pantry and they're like, oh, my God, wait, I have a full bag, too, or I have a good amount of candy left over, you know you're tempted. You know because you eat one and you're like, this tastes fine. It's not turning white. <laughs> it looks fine. It tastes fine. <laughs> you said you're positive. You said you're positive you don't have any, any leftover candy. Why is that? Oh, uh- I mean, Scott, have you seen me? <laughs> you let him into that, Scott. That was cool. I didn't. I just was thinking. Um, um, <laughs> you're, since you're such a curmudgeon, um, do you think there's an age limit to go trick-or-treating? I, I kind of feel like there are... Is there mm. local towns who set an age limit? I know it's illegal in some states to, to trick-or-treat at a certain age. Yeah, I heard that. I don't think there is in New York. I do remember from last year, like when towns announcing they're having their thing, it's like, you know, this age group, but they never said you can't, right? When I was younger, my mom cut me off going at like, I think like 13 or 15 or something like that. Really? And yeah, Aww. her reasoning was, and she did the same thing with my sister. Mm-hmm. What was and her, her thing is, is, you know, my sister is four years older than me, so she's 39. Mm-hmm. And my mom's reasoning was, is you guys are too old. <laughs> Halloween is for little kids. Oh, mm-hmm. that the, is so, I don't ones. believe in that. 
my daughter's 14 and she wants to go trick-or-treating. She just told me yesterday, yep, I'm going trick-or-treating. And I'm like, that is so awesome. That is the sweetest, most innocent thing that a teenager can do. And for them to still want to do that, absolutely, let them go. It's so right. sweet. Like, I, I agree. Let them go. Hey, if they're, you know... If they're a kid at heart and they love to do that, you know, they go out with a group of friends or whatever. Yeah. You know, hey, go have fun. And and they go morph. Ahead. Eventually yes. they morph. They morph into just running around, you know, like doing other things. You as know? long as they're not yeah, causing exactly. trouble. All right, buddy boy. Thanks yeah. for the call. Have a great one. No problem. See, See you man. guys later. Okay, we're still talking about this candy, this Halloween candy. It's so funny. People are calling in. 818-2899. Need some more. Hello. Good morning, The Buzz. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Happy Monday. Yay. Happy Monday. Yay. <laughs> I have a question for Sandy. Yes, ma'am. How do you have almost a full bag of chocolate candy bars left from last year? Right? Listen, I know. I'm I'm shocked too, but I, um, <laughs> I'm not really sure. I don't have an answer for you. I'm actually disappointed in myself and my family for even yeah, having Yeah, right? Was it just sitting in the cupboard? Well, it wasn't in the kitchen, so that's probably why it was. It was downstairs in the in the storage area, like where we put all the you know overflow stuff. Like the yeah, like the we call dry it the goods. general store. Yeah, the dry yeah. goods. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Store out of sight, out of mind. Mm. Kind yeah, of yeah. And I did that intentionally at the end of last Halloween, knowing that nobody would really go in that room uh-huh. and see it. So it would. La- I mean, I was almost preparing for this. Year. You're preparing for it to it, use. Well, out of date? Oh my gosh! I was just—you uh, should have put it in the freezer, or vac seal it and then yeah, put but, it in the freezer. Okay, I don't have a vac seal system, whateverness. <laughs> if you put it in the freezer, though, I, I thought about that. But if you defrost it, then is that gross? Like, does it turn white? You know, how sometimes chocolate turns white. Yeah, the chocolate can turn white, and then it looks yucky. Right? As no, I still would have ate it all. <laughs> I'll take but it out you, of the garbage and but, deliver it to your house. Yeah, but would you? You could eat it yourself, right? But would you be giving it back out again? No. Okay, see, I see. admit I did have some guilt. Even my thought I of feel guilty. Uh, yeah, but see, this is why I was uh, okay. So I felt a little bit guilty even thinking to do this. But then I said, well, if I mix it in with the fresh candy, then it's like you know, luck of the draw. It's like I felt a little less guilty knowing that I would mix it in. But I would have killed my kid if she threw almost a full bag of chocolate out. Hello there. It's 635. It's 98.9 A Buzz on this Columbus Day, Indigenous People's Day. Yes, yeah. Uh, Can you age out of calling your mom mommy? Can you Mm. age out? So we're doing a little informal study right now, 818-2899. If you ever dated a guy or a woman Mm -hmm. who called their mom mommy, how long did that relationship last? So the most talked about person right now, which people, I guess, apparently they did a, a study on this. 70% of people are not too tired of the Travis Kelsey, no. Taylor Swift talk. No, we're all intrigued. So let's talk about Travis Kelsey. He still calls his mom, mommy, listen to his mom talk on uh, the Today Show. Okay. Sure. He's practicing <laughs> most uh-huh. of the week. Did you get to talk to him? Um, I didn't. I texted him the day before. Uh-huh. And uh, asked him, you know, I told him, I said, happy birthday. I said, I know it's tomorrow, but you're going to get a thousand texts tomorrow. So I text him the day before and uh, it's true to form. He always jokes around and says, love you, mommy. So still at 33. 
<laughs> now, I've been like kind of wishy-washy about Travis Kelsey, whether I like him or not. Right? right. I don't know anything about his football career. I know he he's stellar at that, but as a as a person, I was like, I don't know if I do. I like this guy. The minute I heard that, I'm like, oh, I'm in love with this man. Hey, I man, his so sweet. His public persona exemplified through. How many freaking TV commercials is he in now? He's in every commercial okay. now. Okay, right, and, right. And you see the comedy side of him. And so, I, I watch his podcast with his brother. Yeah. And they are just total bro, like funny, busting chops. So what do you think about calling your mom, mommy? Can you age out of it? He's 33. No, you cannot age out of it. You should. You Yeah. Especially when, you know, the, the, I think the older you are, the more you should call them mommy. The older they are, the more you should call them mommy. It breaks my heart when my children correct me. What when do you I mean? refer, you know how you refer to yourself or your mm. your spouse as like, you know, daddy's going to take you to, you mm-hmm. know, camp or whatever. Right. And they'll correct me. They'll be like, dad. I'm like, no, <laughs> daddy. My kids are 19 and 14. Uh-huh. Or when I'm like, uh, mommy's going to, mommy's just going to do this quick. Mm-hmm. And then mom, I'm like, nope, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> Because, like, don't, that, that, that's like daggers in my heart. Isn't it true that the, the kids try to grow up, right? They're, they're, you know, they, they all want to be older and they want to be able to, you know, do, a, do those formal right. things, right? There's a window of time where, okay, I'll let it slide these uh-huh. teenage years. Mm-hmm. But you better snap out of it by the time you're 20 something. Because <laughs> I still, to this day, I'm 40 something years old and it's mommy and daddy. Is it? And still? if my, yes. Oh, absolutely. And if my daughter came home, and told me that the guy that she's dating still calls his mom mommy. Mm-hmm. Instant love this kid. All right. I don't even have to meet this kid. And I'm like, I love this kid. Comes up, thumbs up. Yep. Yeah. Did you call your mom mommy? I called her. You called her by her first name, I think. So, uh, it, it, it varied. You know? It, it did. It really did. Did you Sometimes say mommy it'd be ever? Mom, mommy. I don't did you ever know if mommy? I ever called her mommy. I don't know if I ever did. Oh, Scott. Why and it's not? not because I didn't want to. It just wasn't in our vernacular. How about your kids, your boys? They're old adults now, grown adults. Do they call you daddy? No. They oh just call God. me dad. Oh, I don't want. My four-year-old calls me daddy. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> and I hope she always calls you daddy. Me too. Informal study, uh, informal study. If you ever dated a guy who called his mom mommy, how long did the relationship last? Is this a red flag? <laughs> oh my god! Or an Sammy. automatic marry him? <laughs> Why does that come to play? Isn't don't don't we all have names for all of our like? I know it sounds like a little kid kind of thing to say. Well, that's that's exactly it. But like, it's so endearing. Uh, how can you be mad at it if you don't, or if you do, or whatever? Uh, you know what? I love it. I think it's so sweet. But mm-hmm. I can see the opposite side where you would think, "Oh my God, I do not want to be with somebody who calls their mother mommy," because there's, you know, that means you're a, a mama's mommy's boy. I, I, it could be. I don't know. Some people could be put off by that, thinking that's a little creepy or crazy. Mm. You never called your mom mommy. Your boys don't call no, you daddy. No, but I was a total mama's boy. Oh, you were. Yeah. You absolutely were. 818 Hi, good morning. The buzz, how are you? Hi, good morning. How so, are you? Sound like a, uh, a a dating thing of your kid was, you know, like that? I just think it's awesome if somebody calls their mom mommy. <laughs> there you go. I'm in love. I love it. You know, I love it. Do you still call your mom mommy or did you call your mom mommy? 
I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And my son does it. Yeah. How old is your son? My son's 11. Well, he's 11. Of course he does. Now, you make sure he keeps calling you mommy, even when he's like 45 (laughs) years old. (laughs) I hope he does. I love it. So who's this? What's your name? Actually, Mm -hmm. my name is Stacy. I'm from Chile. Hi, Stacy from Chile. Actually, my son is going to Cooperstown in July. His team got chosen to go to Cooperstown. Oh. And we are trying to raise money. We are looking for sponsorship. So this is like a perfect opportunity. I appreciate you guys having me on the radio. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So for people who aren't like in the whole baseball world, explain what, what Cooperstown means to, to kids his age. So Cooperstown, it's a Cooperstown Dream Park. They go for a week-long tournament, skills competition and tournament play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, They're just wonderful. It's, it's a once in a lifetime dream for any kid wow. that plays sports yeah. in baseball. Yeah, it's wow. like it's it's the mecca of you know baseball, like especially when it you're that really age, is. right? Right? Oh my it gosh! Really Congratulations to your son. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So him and the whole team, huh? Yep, the whole team. Um, it's a 12U um, baseball team. They um, actually the storm team is in Gates and Chile. Mm-hmm. It's a developmental youth organization looking for community support to represent in Cooperstown. Mm-hmm. Um, the storm team is a positive light in the community, and they're looking to show Cooperstown who they really are. Aww. And all the kids are really excited about that. That's awesome. So now he has to go, Mom. Whether the trip costs, I mean, how much does this trip cost? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's thirteen hundred dollars per, ch- oh, per child. Jesus, per yeah. kid. Okay, and then the you week? have to. Yeah. Well, for the week. is that oh, okay, for travel week, and right. everything, or is that just to be part of the tournament or whatever it is? That's just try to be. That's just part of the Cooper's um, Cooperstown tournament. Uh huh. So then um, you got to stay. Then, and you gotta, yeah. Yep. Yep. Then the parents have to stay, and that's a separate, you know, price. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and I'm a single mom, so it's tough out there. <laughs> yeah, Facebook page or a way people can reach out. I mean, there's there's a lot of businesses out there. I'd love to put their name behind this, you know, or they're like so yep, and so supports. Their, yep, their business name goes on our banner, um, which stays in Cooperstown, mm. which is awesome. And we also purchase pins that they exchange with everybody from around the country. That's cool. That goes to Cooper Towns for that week. Yeah, that's right. This um, is a national event. This is like big time. This is like yeah. Super Bowl style. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so how do we reach out to you if we want to support you? And anyone listening right now, if you want to support Stacy, single mom Stacy, with her son going to Cooperstown, and she can't say no because there's no way in heck mommy no. can say no. 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 What, no, uh, my son would not call me mommy anymore if I did. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what's the easiest way to get a hold of you then? So they can contact me by my phone number, um, which is 585-754-8112. And then I can give them all the information on how to um, to sponsor us in any way they would like. How to get in on it. Okay. All okay. right. Well, best of luck. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Make Have sure you tell day. that kid, listen, if you're going to Cooperstown, you are calling me mommy for the rest Boy, of your life. Your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bye, Have Stacey. a great morning. Good luck. Thank Keep you. us posted, too, on everything. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Bye. I definitely awesome. will. Thank you so all much. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Stacey. And if anyone <laughs> missed that phone number, because I know it's hard to take down a phone number this early in the morning, just call us. And yeah, we'll get it to you. And we'll get you. Um, okay, so it, it's really not easy to admit when you have something that's like a bad habit, right? Any of your faults. Yeah.
publicly talking about your vices is kind of tough. But Erin, so sweet, she agreed to come on with us in hopes that not only she'll be able to quit smoking herself, but help people give up their vices. She's going to come on the air with us. James Whitaker, our motivational speaker and host of the Win the Day podcast, will be on too to help coach her through her vices. Okay, formal friend. Can I just give the, can I lift the velvet curtain underneath this? Sandy roped her into this. Remember? You called her out on the air. She's like, wow, we can help you. To rope her in? <laughs> she just... <laughs> What we were <laughs> You what latched we were... onto this tiny little like 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 this little thing coming out of the fabric and you're like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna pull that string. Whee. We were on the air weeks ago talking about how New York State, because they're a money grab, they always love to grab your money. Uh, they increase the cigarette tax up by a dollar. And uh, we're like, Holy crap, that's gonna get you to quit, right? Aaron calls up and says, Well, no, I've tried everything and I can't. So yeah, that's that's instead of leaving it there, she's like, Let's put you on with James yeah. Whitaker, our dude from West Coast. He's got the Win the day podcast. Why okay. not? Because I want to help, right. and we all want to help each other. Okay, so um, the 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 window <laughs> opens a little after seven for James. He's gonna like like teleport across and open up the lines. We're gonna her. get him. She I said know. Yes. She is out of her own free will. (laughs) Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, taxes delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Good morning, 98.9 to Buzz. Fiziano and Sandy here. It is Monday. It is a manic Monday and we're here with Aaron on the phone here. Yeah, yeah. Yes. If you've, uh, first, if you've ever quit smoking, can you call in, give us some advice? What did you do to quit? Because yeah, Buzz listener Aaron is on with us and she wants to talk to James Whitaker. Yeah who is a motivational speaker, a three-time best-selling author, host of the Win the Day podcast, how to give up your, your vice. Yes, how to get rid of that vice. It's uh, 99 to buzz. Because you're standing. First of all, Aaron, you there? Yeah, okay. I'm here. Aaron, thank you um, for coming on the air with us. Scotty was yelling at me because I called you out on the air yeah. the last time. Sandy put you on the spot and well, now you're here. She was talking about how she wants to quit smoking. So I said, come on the air with us. It's okay. I mean, it's not the first time I've been put on the spot to quit smoking at the drop of a hat. So, you know, hey, I'm hey. used to it. Well, maybe, maybe we can get some good advice from James when he comes on. Okay, so he's calling in now and he's going to help you overcome your vice. If anybody has a vice or a quote, bad habit in their life, James is going to help us. 
Let's click them in there. James <laughs> Whitaker. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Well, um, now that you're here and you're live from L.A., you, can you give Aaron some advice? How long have you been smoking for, Aaron? Um, I'd say 26 years. 26 years. How many times have you tried to quit? Oh, gosh. Dozens. I mean, I've done, um, the, let's see, the patch, the gum. Mm. I've done Cantix. I did hypnosis. Yep, did that. So, did lots of, no, no. So, I've tried like a bunch of times. Okay, so this is something that's been a struggle for you. And I think, James, we all have a vice, right? Or that bad, quote-unquote, bad habit that we're trying to overcome. Yeah, we certainly do. I'd like to get a few more questions in terms of this. Is there any particular activity you do that makes the smoking something where you're like, yes, I need to go and have a cigarette right now? Yeah, life. <laughs> what what what's what's speci- what specifically? And I'm a former smoker, by the way, which is funny for people to think about. Like I smoked Stop until, it. yeah, you? until I was like 23 years old. Yeah, I was smoking like a pack a day until oh, one wow. day. The biggest thing for me was out socializing, out with friends, you know, mm. out drinking and partying and, and doing all of that assorted scallywag behavior that I haven't <laughs> done for a long time. So that that was a, a big turning point for me where I just said, look, this is not, I don't want to live this life anymore. I, I want to live this high performance life where the decisions that I make are going to have better quality outcomes. And I actually, at the, the speeches I've been doing lately, I show a photo from back in that day and I say the only filter I had for my decision making was the one attached to the cigarettes I was smoking at the ah, time. <laughs> that's crazy. I love it. <laughs> so I, I think we need to just really figure out where this behavior is coming from and what you're using those cigarettes for. Because if you really want to change and we can connect with the right motive there, then it's going to be something that we can move past. But if you're not willing to change and we don't know where it's coming from, then it's mm-hmm. going to be really difficult. It's almost like a, uh, a reward system. For sure. So tell, tell, yeah, tell us more, Aaron. What, what's sort of landing there in terms of where you feel this behavior and this habit might be coming from and how you feel it's impacting your life and, and how much you want to change? I mean, I, I guess I would say, I mean, it's coming from stress because I, I don't go out. I don't drink. I don't party. You know, I work. I kid. Um, that kind of a thing. So I don't know where exactly... Like I said, where it's coming from, but it's like, okay, get up on the way to work, smoke the cigarettes, then lunch break, okay, I need a cigarette, then it's like, get out of work, have mm-hmm. cigarettes. So, I mean, I can kind of bring it in, um, but then there, there's a certain set point where it's like, okay, yeah, got to have a cigarette. Erin, what if a doctor said to you right now, you will pass away if you have the next cigarette? That's where your body's at. What would you do? Would you ever have a cigarette again? I don't know. It's a bit. It's a bit wow. of an interesting one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, I, I I probably wouldn't for my kids per se. You know what I mean? Kind of for for their sake, so that I'm here for them, um, mm. and everything like that. But it's kind of I don't know. I feel like I've just been put like myself has been put on the back burner so much. It's like I do things for other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. saying, if my mm. kids weren't in the picture, if my kids were in the picture and they said, "Okay, you take the cigarette, you're going to die," they're like, well, "Who cares?" You know yeah. what I mean? Not a, not, <laughs> not a good, not a good attitude. Hey, How old are your kids? Uh, let's see. My, well, my son, was, he's, an, he's an adult. He's actually, he's 20, almost 21. And then my daughter, she actually will be 12 um, in a okay. month. So. 
She's she's a, she's a hand. My daughter's a handful, so that's the thing. It's like oh, celebrity pieces. But- We've all got kids. We get it. We won't share this oh, podcast yeah. with our kids. Yeah, kids. We totally kids, get it. kids can be a bit of a challenge. Now, Erin, you obviously love your kids, and a lot of people we talk about how much you, you know. I do everything for my kids. I do anything for my kids. It doesn't matter what situation that I'm in. But will you live for your kids? Will you make the right decisions and examples for them? These are the questions that I would start to be asking myself here. It's you have these people that you are setting the example to and you are focused on rewarding yourself for the stress that you are going through. We're all faced with stress in life. In fact, I was talking to a Navy SEAL the other day at this event that I was running and he said the reward that you get for failure is more failure. That's just what life is. We're going to get hit with things Mm. every single day. Stop trying to find a reward or comfort and instead flip that completely upside down and say, what am I looking for in terms of the motivation to keep me going? So if I was you, I would get something called a 100 board. You can get them off Amazon. It's got 10 rows of 10 all going up from from one to 100. And every day you make it through, do a big cross and breathe in, connecting with the energy of your future self who's living that amazing, healthy life, setting a great example for your kids where you have a lot more enjoyment each day. And then the goal is not to stop smoking. The goal is to not break the chain. That's what I think would be really, really interesting. Even though there's so many addictive properties with smoking and cigarettes, this mindset shift will overcome that, overpower that. Yeah, I think it would be worth a shot. I mean, this is something that's difficult to do, but I know you're up for the challenge. And the reason I mentioned that much more direct thing earlier about how you would feel and how would you act if a doctor said to you, you will die if you have one more cigarette. It's because I've had medical situations before where a doctor has said to me that you will die if you have one more sip of alcohol. And then all of a sudden, that was back in the day, wow. through a false diagnosis of, of something else. But at the time when you think it's so difficult to be around other people who are drinking, you think, I could never do that. Yet when you're in a situation where you have to or you create a false label where you have to, all of a sudden mm. you get it done. Like it's it's actually a lot easier to be able to get it done when you put that label on there. And I'm, I'm against labels for the most part because most people attach to negative labels that are going to create negative behaviors. But if you can create a false label that's going to stimulate positive habits, that is something that I love to do. The goal is not to quit smoking forever. The goal is to make it through the day. That's all we're trying to do here, just to cross it off the list one more day, one more bit of energy, one more bit of momentum, one more bit of being proud of yourself. Um, because it's it's important to to love yourself and and I can hear it in your voice there's perhaps a little bit of hesitation in terms of how you're feeling uh, about yourself and I think as you can start to attack this and get some big wins you'll be like wow this beautiful person will continue to emerge and that will be a big reward in itself perfect okay great yeah one day at a time All how's right, that now, sound Aaron you got to you got to keep us updated so if you want to check in every day with us like whatever we can do to help you achieve this success to, to these wins and to feel good let us know if you want to you know i'll call you every day aaron i got your phone number i'll text you every day if you need that whatever you need i'll get your phone number i'll get your phone yes, number for us i'll send you an audio message david goggin style to make sure that we stick with this <laughs> aaron okay, thank wonderful. you so much for opening up to us thanks for having me james thank you so much for helping yeah, aaron so out a little good. bit appreciate it yeah man so it's good, good stuff aaron's gonna get some big wins let's see how it goes right, we'll check with you next week man thanks for being on the buzz thank you
if you yourself or anybody you know in your life needs to hear that, this yeah. will be a podcast. So just search out The Breakfast Buzz or Spazano and Sandy and it'll live right up there. But in the meantime, if you do have advice too for Aaron, if you have overcome a vice, drinking, smoking, whatever it is, mm-hmm. let us know. 818-2899. I must suck being Amish. 99 to Buzz, Spaziano and Sandy. Nothing against the Amish, but just like the clash between the Amish culture, which is, you know, I mean, it's a very small-ish community, and the Western world. It's 99 to Buzz, Spaziano and Sandy. You're like, where are you going, Scott? Where are you going with this? <laughs> there is a, uh, I guess the word is uh, a, a bunch of no-nos in the uh, Amish culture. Okay. Right? Are you, are you, is this your day? You're coming uh, uh, like forward saying you want to be Amish? No, no. Oh, okay, I have okay, a lot okay. of respect for Amish yeah. and their craftsmanship okay. and their beliefs and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, when you're 20-something Amish, you you, you know, you think you, you know, you're seeing outside world stuff, which has got to be a little enviable. Last week, was it Tuesday, Wednesday, when the national emergency broadcast thing went off? Oh, on everybody's phone. On everybody's like phone. Twenty or whenever it was. Yes. yes, yes. Well, you could have had it on vibrate. You could have had the sound down, but it still went off. And guess what? A bunch of Amish people got busted for having cell phones by their community. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Even though those you those who are sneaking in, sneaking in Western culture, and well, some those of are them, the kids, right? Well, Teenagers. some of them, are, yeah, are being are, are in jeopardy of being shunned. Now, that sounds like a, you know, like Otisk tag, but no, that means they could actually literally be kicked out of their community. And like, you can't live here anymore. You wow. got to go. Like, bad news bears stuff. It's like your parents kicking you out of your house and sending you to somewhere that you've never been to before. Did that alarm, that emergency <laughs> alert system, go off on your phone mm-hmm. in the worst time ever where it did like, call attention to you and you were I don't know I wonder if it has happened to more than the Amish people I wonder if somebody else has a story it's kind of like the the mm-hmm. you know your phone goes off in the most inappropriate place um, at a funeral in church it, I imagine? love it when it goes off in church and my mother has no idea how to turn it off I'm like ma and she always has the you know the old lady ringtone I'm like ma in your purse oh my gosh I'm just gonna pretend it's not mine I'm like ma that's we all know it's yours yeah that's that that person now you imagine you're a surgeon and it goes off and you're trying to make a stitch and you're like, yeah, everybody's phone goes off well, at the gosh, same time. I hope you're not. I don't think they're allowed to bring in their phones, are you? Hope not. At least that day. There must if have, there work, had to have been a memo. If I was HR, I'd be like, listen, no phones in the operating room at like 10 a.m. It's got to be a rule, right? If you work <laughs> in the medical community, is that a rule? Everyone mm-hmm. leaves their phone outside mm-hmm. of the... You have to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everything has to be sterilized and you can't bring in your phone. Mm-mm, no, I don't think so. I uh, do. You, do you have one of those moments where your phone ruined your life? This phone is li- literally being shunned. Is it will ruin your life if you're? <laughs> well, you're so attached to your phone. I'm sure you have plenty of stories. Uh, I don't mind. The- I'm the type of person that like I could leave my phone in at work and I wouldn't drive back to get it. I'd be like, all right, fine, oh I'll go get it tomorrow. No, I. Uh, I love to detach from my phone. I, I wish we had the wheel back in here again because whatever it lands on, I could give you a <laughs> scenario. Uh okay. Here's one, and you, if you've got one, eight one eight two eight nine nine. I'm at my my stepbrother Jack's funeral. 
Oh, boy. And that's all I have to say, right? <laughs> that's all I have to say. You got the classic funeral story, yeah? Well, it was the it was the family uh, gathering before the, you know, that, mm-hmm. that morning before the service. So you have like a very intimate family get together and the priest is there and we're doing the last thing and they close the casket. It was very morose, very sad. And... I had put my, for some reason, I, I did have my phone on vibrate, I thought. And of course, I'm in a sport coat and the whole package, I got it right in here, mm-hmm. my breast pocket. And the 11 o'clock alarm went off for our, our content meeting. Oh, our meeting. Oh, God. <laughs> to remind it's time to do our meeting. And of course, I'd taken that day off because of that, uh, uh, the funeral. And I think the priest was actually singing something, you know, like a solo, you know, like one of those half sure. singing, half chanting sure. thing. Sure, sure. And he yeah. stopped. Oh, God. And he stopped. He looks at me and he goes, tell whoever that is that you'll call them back. Oh, my God. <laughs> must have hated I was, you. I was like, so mortified, I was like, you, you know how you can respectful. You know how you can feel your face getting beat red sometimes when you blush. Yeah, sometimes when you blush, you can't tell. But this was like full on beat face. So did that break up the sadness and give everybody a moment of chuckle, mm-hmm. or was that no? You had daggers and everybody was ticked no, off at you. It was a chuckle moment. I think we oh, all okay. needed it. You needed it. Yeah. But uh, so they thanked you. They thanked I, you for being irresponsible and disrespectful. No, nobody said anything. But you know how when your phone goes off and you start scrambling for it and you make the biggest, you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's you're more, like, like, right? You know, you're, you're, you're Call more really, to do it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and I reached into my pocket and I fumble with it. I'm like pushing the button. Stop! 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 And it was an annoying alarm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my story. How about yours? Eight one eight two eight nine nine. Or if you're Amish and you're now excommunicated and you want to call us up on your cell phone, <laughs> it's area code 585-818-2899. All right. Coming up on the show still, your calls, 818-2899. We have to address the Buffalo Bills game, oh, right? Oh, boy. Um, and Jerker Justified, craziest thing you dug up in your backyard because what huh? a friend of mine wants to bury in her backyard. Jeff, uh, would you? I know it's exactly what you're thinking. Jerker Justified is coming up too this morning on the bus. Okay, so it didn't go as well. Sunday morning, yesterday morning. Sunday night, the bus, Pizano and Sandy. Bills, Buffalo Bills losing 25 20 to Jacksonville. Who I still think, even though your sports expert husband yeah. said it really it just shouldn't have made a difference, but you know, Jacksonville. The jet lag. Could, yeah, the Bills, I mean, they get there when they, as soon as they could, but they, the other team was there for two weeks. But it, yeah, it, it appears to me even, like you know, I mean, it's obvious. It looks like a little bit of an advantage, right? And that's what the general theme was, reaction was to it. Anytime I scroll through the comments on Facebook or whatever about the game. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen was asked about it. He goes, I don't think so. You got to be ready to play on a Sunday. It doesn't matter if you travel on a Saturday or Friday or a Monday. It doesn't matter. You should, you should be ready. I'm like, okay. 
Yeah, that's what that's what my husband. But you've said. experienced jet lag many times, and you know you just can't shake your head and get make it go away. Yeah, but everybody <laughs> deals with jet lag. Like it's for me, I would be a wreck. I can't. I am not that type of person. And if you do this for a living, like if you take a lot of business trips, and the minute you get off the plane, then you're right into the meeting. Mm. I can't do that. There's mm. no way I could do. I just it's not. Or maybe mentally, I'm telling myself I can't do that, but I need like a week to rest up and get prepared. <laughs> Just let's let's do this. Let, let's talk about this game yesterday morning, okay? That threw us off. I mean, it was like jet lag early, like try to party early kind of thing. Not party, you know, like keg stand, but like to get into that mood of let's go Buffalo. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. You're like, come on, let's go. Let's go Buffalo, some coffee. You know, it's like that. I, I had a problem with my wife. Okay, so my wife's out of town. It was just me and Ellie. Now, she was all excited about putting her Bills jersey on. Mm-hmm. And me too. Mm-hmm. And um, problem you is... dressed? Yeah, man. You guys stay in your jammies. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, no. I was I was this close to making chicken wings, but I didn't. But, I, but that's a different story. But here's the question, 8289 If you want to give us a call, how do you deal with distractions during the game? Like, this was off, right? This is not the regular time. Usually, the Sunday morning, there is a routine and all this stuff. Now, when you have a four-year-old who thinks she owns YouTube and she can mm-hmm. watch anything she wants at any time, YouTube kids, um, then we got a problem. Well, you have more than one TV in the house, right? This is the problem. Ellie, we're going to be watching the Buffalo Bills game at 9 o'clock. Now, usually we watch CBS Sunday morning. No! I'm like, yeah, well, she, 8 o'clock she, hour, I've got her breakfast. She doesn't even know what that means. Oh, We're she does. watch Buffalo Bills at 9 o'clock. She doesn't know what well, 9 o'clock Well, maybe not 9 means. o'clock, but she knows about <laughs> watching the Buffalo Bills because once a week we watch the Buffalo okay. Bills. How yeah. do you deal with the pushback, the distraction, the this and that? So it was like pulling teeth and you try not to get them to the point where they melt down and have a screamy, hissy, crying fit, right? Yeah. So you, see, no, I totally would think that you would put her in the basement. It's safe in the basement. She got her little playroom with the TV, and that's it. You leave her down there. You're upstairs watching the Bills game. No, I don't want to go in the basement. I'm like, hmm. well, then you go in the basement and leave her upstairs. And I did. And she comes down and she says, I want to watch YouTube. I'm like, okay. And then I went upstairs and <laughs> she came back upstairs. I want to watch YouTube. She did not want me to watch that game. Actually, that is bad parenting. You leaving a four-year-old upstairs watching TV. You're downstairs. Yeah, because when you guys are watching football, you're oblivious to everything and anything around you. Like, there's no way if, God forbid, something happened upstairs, you would not hear it. You just wouldn't. Like, when Mm -hmm. my husband goes downstairs to watch the game Mm -hmm. at Football Sundays, Mm -hmm. like, craziness could be happening upstairs. He doesn't even realize it he knows that it'll get taken care of that okay. but when, or when that's you're the is. only person in the house or that you have a four-year-old right. you, i've walked up every 10 minutes say, okay you go right? well that's not a fun game then no. walking up every 10 minutes no Aww. not at all so did you watch any of the game i watched the entire game i ended up watching it in the living room and whether she liked it or not and then Ooh. right i had to go to the bathroom i have a dvr so i put it on pause i go to the bathroom i come back she goes daddy like what? You put on the Buffalo Bills game. Oh, like, like God. what's wrong with you after fighting me all darn morning? So you got your way. Sure got my way. 
But still, it was like I was trying to avert a crisis. I felt like I had to be like United Nations diplomacy here in order to just watch a football game. Come on. Well, you know why? Because you're such a pushover parent. So this time you put your foot down and say, look, she she wanted to watch the game. So did she sit on your lap nice? No, she sat next to me and played on her Kindle. She didn't watch it. So so then we gave her the electronic. (laughs) Everything you could possibly do to shut this kid up. (laughs) <laughs> Game ends. We go to Country Max to get some propane, right? Uh, l- immediately. Like, three, two, one. Okay, they lost. Let's go, right? Come back. She starts crying. Once we got back to the house, I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, the Buffalo Bills game. She Aww. wanted to watch more football for the rest and of the lost. day. She was devastated. <laughs> no, she, she wanted to watch more. She thought it was still on. <laughs> she and every other Buffalo Bills fan. Yeah, crying. pretty sad. Good morning, The Buzz. Pretenders, coming up on 8 o'clock here on this Monday morning. This uh, Indigenous Peoples Day, Columbus Day, and a just dark, dark day in the world with the uh, what is going on over in the Middle East and Israel and the Gaza Strip. It's just, when this thing came down on Saturday, it was like, oh. Then I was like, oh. Then I was like, oh. Yeah. They're describing it as Israel's 9-11. Wow. It's so horrible right now. I mean, from just the, the, the amount of fatalities and hostage-taking. I mean, there's Americans that have been confirmed uh, dead. Um, there's Rochesterians there. Mark Cohen and his family are there trying to get out. Saw some stories on 13 Wham saying that he's there um, in Israel on family vacation with his pregnant wife. Oh, gosh. His brother and their parents. He's been there four times, oh. but none of the family's ever been there. And he's been there, you know, he wanted to take them to places that, you know, to, to explore, you know. And it turned into just absolute horror. Now, um, in between sirens or hunking and hunkering down in stairwells in a hotel in Tel Aviv. And so this hits very close to home. And I think it, I mean, the whole world is watching. And it's just so, we're just, you know, we just have to see what's going on. We just have to see what happens and wish... Yeah. It's All heartbreaking. It Absolutely is. heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to just, you know, we're all sending thoughts. We're all sending prayers. We are also, um, you know, we're just waiting and watching like the rest of the world. So it's coming up on 8 o'clock here on The Buzz. WBZA FM and HD1. Rochester. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Okay, I'm going to start off by asking you the craziest thing you dug up in your backyard. What my friend wants to bury in her backyard, as, of course, she was telling me her idea, I was just nodding along and agreeing. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. No, that's not a big deal. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, what the heck is she thinking? Because the next people to move in, eventually somebody else is going to move into that house, right? And once they undig or uh, like dig up what she wants to bury it's like oh my god i don't know this is a perfect trial Jerk. or justified undig i like that undig yeah good for i you. know dig up <laughs> dig up was what i meant to say what did she bury in her backyard or wants to okay so it actually is very sad so she has a dog oh yeah and this dog is the sweetest dog ever but it's not been acting itself. I think it has some medical issues happening and it hasn't been acting itself for mm-hmm. a long time now. It's mm-hmm. very terri- territorial. Like her kids can't even have their friends over anymore to mm-hmm. the house. 
because yeah. the dog gets a little aggressive. The demeanor has changed. So she goes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So she's like, there's going to come sooner than later. I got to make a decision what to do with this dog. I don't know if it's battling cancer. It, 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 like something is off with it's this on, dog. It's, it's the end of its rainbow bridge. Yes. Right. So, and she goes, you know, so I'm, I'm planning, I'm planning how I'm going to do it. How I'm going to break the news to my family. I'm Googling how Mm -hmm. to bury a dog in your backyard. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, wait, you're what? (laughs) She goes, yeah, I'm Googling, you know, how to, because I want to, I plan to bury the dog in the backyard. I mean, we've had the dog since he was a puppy and he's just, and I'm just nodding along like, okay, okay. No, you can't bury your dog in the backyard. Yes. I don't think that's good. Sure you can. Um, I'm not sure. It's a big dog. It's not like a little <laughs> tiny nine pounder. We're talking like 50, 90 pound. Dog. Uh-huh. It's a big dog. Okay. So Jerk justified to bury your dog in the backyard? Yeah, to leave a present for the future neighbors. <laughs> or for the future homeowner, I should say, rather. Uh, okay, eight one eight two eight nine nine. I can see it happening. I, I, you know, my, I have friends who've done that. They, and there's they, even isn't a, that illegal? Wait a minute, somebody huh? tell me, is that illegal? I don't know. I don't think so. Why would it's it be got illegal? To be, you can't create a cemetery in your backyard. What are you, Ed Sheeran? Ed Why? Sheeran came forward and he said that he he does have a little graveyard in his uh, backyard. A he even has a hole for himself when he passes. He's got the hole already Get out for of himself here. Does when he, he gets really? cremated. Yes. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. I say it is completely justified. As a matter of fact, there's a little uh, there's a little plaque above where this uh, dog is buried. And he was buried almost four feet deep. When you say this dog is buried, are you talking about urine in your own backyard? What no, are you talking no. About? My my fr- one of my friends has their um the one oh. of the dog passed away and totally justified. And I uh, yeah, but then what happens when you move out? Do you dig up the dog and you don't want to leave him behind? And then what is that neighbor? What if the neighbor has to put in a pool or something? Wants to put in a pool? All of a sudden, it's like, what? <laughs> well, then you, you got to build around it, like the, they got those skyscrapers do, like in like the house and up. So you're gonna you're telling me you're gonna be completely honest with the people who move into your house, and uh-huh. you're gonna say, hey, that back corner right there, that's where Fido is. You never talk to the homeowner, do you? Okay, so then you can't dig around it because the homeowner doesn't know what they're digging into. I don't see it as a problem. This is your first dog. I get it. I think you should, if Walter ever goes away, you should have a nice little plot for him in the backyard. Uh, You would have never thought of it. Now what are you going to do? Are you going to throw him away like it did my lizard? I should have buried him. Should have buried him. I I have regrets. Um, okay, if you've been here, if you've done that, been there, done that, or if you dug up someone's pet, the previous owner's pet, 818-2899, what do you say? Is this jerk or justified? All right, 818-2899. Here we go. Jerk or justified. Good morning, the buzz. Who's this? It's Sheila, by the way. <gasps> Sheila, by the way. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm having my coffee and... All snug in my rain boots and tallness. I love it. <laughs> I know. I love the fall. <laughs> How about this? Uh, yeah. Jerk or justified to bury your dog it's in the backyard? Oh, 
totally justified. Oh, my. Have you they done didn't it? Used to have, they did not used to have pet crematoriums. No. You know, there's there's hundreds of years of people's dogs probably right in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but now yeah. that we do have a system in place... To take care of our pets, you're still going to bear... I mean, I don't know. Just moving out of the house, I would feel weird leaving my dog behind. I don't. I don't. But, Mm -mm. you know, that... that, I mean, my mom grew up on a farm. There's probably a gazillion dogs and buried in (laughs) that backyard. (laughs) You know? Uh, A farm is different than a neighborhood in Webster. Yeah, but you know, well, you, okay, you, that's fair. I think you know, like yeah. I would if I, I could. I mean, if the if the place is right and the the you know the conditions are okay, I'd, I'd plant like a little tree I, right on top. Then they I've couldn't pick it up. I've known people who buried a placenta in the backyard and put a tree on top of it. Ah, that's hey, me than a dog. <laughs> but, you know, well, my daughter used to like to have pet toads. So not only is there a little pet toad in a cute little wooden box from Michael's buried in the backyard of our old house, <laughs> um, there's there's about a Eh, 15-year-old dehydrated frozen pet toad in the very back of my freezer. (laughs) 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 It it was winter when it died, and then it just became like this thing that's funny. Oh, my God, that's so funny. (laughs) That is very funny. Oh, my God. Every now and then, if she, you know, dates somebody new or has a new friend over she goes in the back of the freezer and opens up the little wood box and shows them her dehydrated frozen pet. Oh, oh, my God. That's so disturbing. <laughs> I'm uh, loving you this. You a freaking haunted house in your... This like, is so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, other people have wedding cake. We have a dead toad. <laughs> <laughs> What All right, I'm taking that as a justified. Oh, my god! <laughs> as a justified, totally. Thank you, Sheila, by the way. Right. Love you. All right, let's see what other people say. Well, <laughs> I don't right. know if they can top that. It's awesome. <laughs> we just end it there. How do you get better than that? <laughs> Hi, the buzz. Thanks for holding. What do you call it? Jerk or justified to bury your dog in the backyard? Uh, justified. Of course oh it god. is. Have it's you so done normal. it, too? Yes, uh, every place we've lived, we've had a little pet cemetery with all our pets. Yeah. And we're, okay, so you have to do it at the edge, the bo- the, the back, back, back of the yard, right? The, the back corner of the lot. So chances of the new homeowner digging it up is rare, right? You can't de- bury it right in the center of the yard, can you? Hmm? Well, we put the horse in the center of the field. The horse. The horse. That's a big grave. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who was responsible for digging that? Is that like your kid's punishment? (laughs) DOT. No. No, we get there's a guy that does that. Yeah. With a black coat. Oh my god. He's very gentle with the animal too. I'm sure. Yeah. So it sounds like you live you live on a, a farm or something, but in a regular neighborhood. I guess I didn't really think what would you do? I don't know. You're right, Scotty. This is it's, new to me, even owning yeah, a pet. It's I, so common. I mean, a lot of people have their pets cremated, and then they, well, you know. That's what I thought we do. Yeah. I thought we cremate them and put them on the mantle or something. I didn't, I don't know. Ew. <laughs> she thinks you? that's gross. I love it. <laughs> you put it right next to Grandma, you know? Yuck. <laughs> Ew. Grandma's even worse up on the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> she should be buried in a backyard. The verdict is... <laughs> Justified. 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 Uh, Pick out a spot next to the shed. Justified. 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 Justified
or justified. 989 the, the Buzz. I want to hear the stories of what you dug up in your backyard. You moved into the house, you're doing landscaping, and all of a sudden, uh... <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> 98 Buzz, Pink, and get the party started. Her worst song she ever recorded was for the SpongeBob SquarePants, the scurvy song. She's not very proud of that. Is that what she said? Yeah. She said that. She said, yeah, I think that was probably my worst song ever. <laughs> All right, it's 836 on the buzz. We're like at 47 degrees. Going to be 55 today, maybe a little sprinkle. So if you live in Canandaigua, 818-2899, because this is impacting you this week in Canandaigua, mm-hmm. they're trying to still come up with uh, a name for the school, a nickname for the school, a oh, mascot. Because mm-hmm, you're changing it, right? They have mm-hmm. to change their name, right. Mm-hmm. So... This is the week where the surveys will come out. They want a lot of student participation. If you are a parent of a current student, and mm-hmm. then, you know, they also want people in Canandaigua. So you and me, Scotty, don't have a say in this okay. because we don't live in the district. But for those of you who do, who live in Canandaigua, or maybe even if you don't, if you were 818-2899, if you were to have a say, mm-hmm. right now up for debate for Canandaigua, Bears, Cardinals, Gray Wolves. Or none. They even put or none on the list. Can you not have one? Like a mascot or a nickname? Like the the Canandaigua Blanks? Yep. Hmm. Yep. But it does say a new nickname or mascot or none. None at all. Hmm. I don't know if anybody would vote for none at all, but Bears, Cardinals, Gray Wolves. I would vote. What would you pick? Uh, I would pick. Um, I would pick Gray Wolves. Canandaigua Gray Wolves. Mm-hmm. Gray Wolves. Yeah. Eh. I'd pick Canandaigua Gray Wolves. Why? I don't know. Just that, that was like the, the <laughs> ur- no. That was like the know. that was like the urge. That's what I thought. Is there a write-in category? Uh, I don't know if there's a write-in category. I'm not positive about that. Because you know how write-in categories go. Right? Oh, yeah. Then yeah. you're gonna get yeah. like. Stupid responses, yeah, sco- like, like what you're about yeah. to say. Like schoolie McSchool face. Yeah, see, yes, right, there we exactly. go. <laughs> I hope there's not a writing category for neighbors like you. Yes, indeed, because that's Somebody's who would Somebody's got to sift through that. Like, there's 30,000 schoolie McSchool faces. We're going to have to name it that. <laughs> Don't okay. ever give people an option of write-in, okay? Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I would say, I, I love for some, for some reason that, that when you said gray wolves, it just... It just kind of rang in in me. Hi, the Buzz. Morning. How you doing? How you doing, man? Go ahead. You Canandaiguaite ism? Yeah, I'm in Canandaigua right now. Uh-huh. I live in Canandaigua, and I didn't understand why they're going to change the name of the their, their uh, football team in the beginning. It was, wasn't it? It's the Braves, but I, is that offensive? Yeah, I think it's part of a New York State initiative. Um, you know, for Indigenous people, being you know Indigenous People's Day today. You know. Yeah, well, my grandmother was a Seneca Indian, and Mm -hmm. she she wouldn't have been offended by Braves. I don't know. I was thinking, you know how they changed the name of uh, the um, Washington? Yes. To the Mm -hmm. Commanders? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't they have changed the name to, uh, like, Washington Break a Leg or something? (laughs) (laughs) We knew a punchline was coming. Yeah, exactly. Right. Remember that. The Commanders is hard. It's hard for me to remember. I don't know if I like that name. Commanders. Commanders. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if I feel it yet. Not that it matters what I feel, but um, I, don't, sounds, I don't know. Odd to me. Commander yeah. sounds odd to me. Yeah, it doesn't but, fit. You know, right? I've gotten off of the track of changing the name of the Canandaigua. 
All right. So now, if you had to make a choice, though, because it's it, there's no debate, they mm-hmm. are going to change it. If you had yeah. a choice between bears, cardinals, gray wolves, or none at all, what would you choose? Well, you know what? They just started having bear uh, a bear population down by Vine Valley, which is only about seven miles out of town. Oh, really? So maybe the bears. Maybe the bears. They had bears in this area, and over I don't know like 50 years and now there's a population starting so that's not a bad idea yeah maybe maybe the bears in the area. yeah all right hey, now you so. said your grandma was a seneca yeah she was yeah. a seneca indian now i know that yeah. the the seneca people and other indigenous cultures are are you know they're, they're actually having this really cool thing up at cobbs hill today started at 7 a.m. at Cobbs Hill Reservoir, and it's going to go all day long. It'll be the story of the Peacemaker, Ceremony of Remembrance, and a Cobbs Hill cleanup. So there's all kinds of stuff going there. Are you going to be part of that? There's going to be, what's that? Hmm? I was asking him if he was going to be part of that. No, I actually, I've been so far removed from that culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That I've, you know, it's been so many years since I've been to the reservation. Yeah. And down by you, where were you? Are you Canandaigua, Geneva in that area? I'm in Canandaigua yeah. right now. Well, Ganondigan is, uh, and Victor's uh, doing a, a big thing today. Uh, there's a concert from 3 to 4 p.m. So, well, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. There's coming up to 9, 851. Uh, homecoming weekend this past weekend in uh, around Hilton, oh, wasn't it? How's yes. that? How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Hilton versus McQuaid. Big game. Homecoming game. It was crazy. Dare crazy, I, crazy. Dare I ask who won? I was out of it, town. It was see. pretty intense down to the last 30 seconds. Nice. And Hilton did not win. Oh. Ooh, McQuaid okay. won. Right, and right. I can't even remember, and somebody will call up and tell me, mm. Hilton has had a good record with mm-hmm. winning their games homecoming weekend, haven't oh, they? Okay. This was a tough loss, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyhow. So I was telling you, I know you're you're, you're asking me about this mm-hmm. because you want to know what I ended up doing because I was talking about it on the air that my 14-year-old wanted to go to the game. She wanted me to drop her off like a bag of luggage. Mom, just drop me <laughs> off. I'll be fine. <laughs> the way you and I'm say like, it. <laughs> heck, you'll be fine. Did she bring one of her friends from the other school with her? Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, <laughs> I absolutely hovered. There yeah. were so many people there. It yeah. was so awesome. It was, it was fantastic. But I, uh, yes. I left. I didn't hover too much where she knew, but I would go take a walk and look for her and then text her. You okay? What are you doing? Oh, no, really? The behind the bleachers was good. They roped it off. They taped it off. So you couldn't even go behind the bleachers. I love that. I appreciate that, Hilton. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) They they put like the crime tape Uh so they would like keep us in one area, which Mm -hmm. I, I like that. I appreciate that. And every time you saw her, she was fine, right? Yes, from what I saw. How yes. about the uh, the meet the parents thing with the the you know the kid that your your daughter wanted to bring? Didn't your mom? Didn't the mom want to come over and meet? Oh, she yeah, did. Tell me You're that. right. How was yeah. it? Because this is her new friend, and yes, the she was supposed to have a sleepover, but the mom's like, you know, we'll pass on the sleepover, but I'll come over a little early. We'll hang out, and I'm yeah. like, you're gonna what? I was like, no parent has ever said that to me. Let's mm. hang out a little bit. Got to get vetted. Oh my God, I had to clean the house. I had to like light the candles, make sure the house doesn't stink. I'm like, girls, everybody look like we all love each other. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was, this mom was so nice. I mean, we just hit it off like yeah. we've been friends forever. She Great. was so sweet. Okay, good. And her uh, daughter's sweet, yeah. Okay, but, so all's, all's good on the Western Front. I mean, I think, now if you were to ask this mom, I don't know if her story would line up with mine, but I think we're cool. I think we're cool. I think, I think 
think she trusts me. It's a work in progress. Let's see how it goes down the road here. The Breakfast Buzz in the Morning, 98.9 The Buzz. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.